Hey, this is Irene. I've been waiting for you. Thank you for joining me, mixing it up with me right here on The Mix. You're listening to CBiz Media. All right, everybody. Welcome. 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 Thank you for joining us once again. It's that time again. Um, we are talking to our friend from the T, Dre Bell Rock. What's up, Dre? Hey, what's up? You know what? I'm happy to be back for the tea. I mean, the tea is just spilling over. It's so much tea. I mean, come on now. It's overflowing. It's always overflowing because we only can catch up with you once a month. So when we get the tea, we are we have a whole lot of it for you. It's a special podcast episode every time we bring you guys the tea. So we hope you enjoy. And, you know, Dre, of course, I always ask, you know, what's going on with you? Okay, so, you know, I'm just, you know, just like everybody else trying to enjoy quarantine, you know, still going strong with the ADI Entertainment. We've been doing a lot of skits lately, and it's been a lot of fun. Um, You know, still doing the exciting live broadcast every Wednesday from at home. And, you know, just trying to enjoy life and living life and enjoying my friends and waiting for this to be over yeah <laughs> i think that's what we're all doing we're all waiting for this to be over uh we have a little bit of a delay on the line but guys just be patient with us we're we're still bringing you the tea so stay right here so if it's a little bit of delay just stay with us but yes we are all at that stage of like when will this be over and it seems like it's really close as far as when they're gonna lift the ban for um our state i just i want some more freedom though i'll be happy to have some more freedom even if we still have some restrictions i understand that and i feel like we might always have some restrictions i'm not sure yet but we are blessed to be here so i thank god for that part all right, Dre, so I'm going to let you go ahead and bring us that tea. Okay, to start, I mean, you know, I mean, the tea has been high. I mean, we've been talking about a lot about coronavirus. And I honestly think people are getting tired of coronavirus. The numbers have been going up and down. You know, some states are opening back up. But just like kind of something that seems like is taking over the attention of coronavirus and social distancing to me and i would say the amount of like um you know racism this mm. whole george floyd scandal in situation with the police i mean but i mean he supposedly forged a check or used a stolen credit card some people say he was selling lucy's but ultimately he was a um elderly black man and you know the police restrained him and put their knee on his neck and he was literally there begging for his life and ultimately he lost his life and this is just causing people to riot all over minneapolis I mean, they were protesting in Cadillac Square the other day, and there were police brut brutality. And I mean, what is going on in the world? Like, this whole George Floyd situation, even Beyonce put a link on her page for people to sign a petition to fight for the rights of George Floyd. I mean, I believe the officer who um, put the knee on the neck has been prosecuted, but it's still some more officers that should be prosecuted. And I mean, this is just so reminiscent of the Trayvon Martin to me. Like, when is the police brutality gonna stop? 
yes i'm like what is happening we're in the middle of a pandemic and you still have time to be a racist cop i mean seriously people's lives are at stake i don't i see how somebody would do that during this time like i would be afraid for my life to even get in anybody's face much less do what this guy did it's it's just sickening like we've been dealing with this for too long and but i'm glad people out there that are protesting against this and you know they're putting themselves even more in harm's way concerning the coronavirus by being out there and protesting but you know i commend them and it's sad that that has to be done right now when we're already facing so much as a world as a country for this racism to rise up so strong and it's it's a scary thing it's a scary time right now so george floyd's family is have to deal with this and all the families that have lost loved ones in such a senseless way yes. to this racist violence it's, it's people losing loved ones off of this coronavirus and now somebody's out here yeah now somebody's out here being racist again and keeps happening so that just shows another hole in our country that we need to work on along with everything else so prayers up for everybody absolutely i mean it's enough we're going through a pandemic it's enough we're going through a pandemic but they have to deal with our just uh horrible racial just killing and it's just horrible it's just not good timing for this and i mean people should just be coming together right now exactly just, i mean and then all the um looting and stuff you know i understand people fighting for their rights i mean me personally i believe in the old way of protesting you know signs and writing letters <laughs> and making phone calls but you know people are looting and stuff and you know i mean there's no excuse for that but i mean people are angry yeah I, I hear what you're saying because i feel i'm not happy about the looting and i can understand where it comes from and i know on facebook people were showing that it wasn't just black people looting but it was some other races out there that was looting as well taking advantage of and for those white people that are standing up for george floyd i do have to give them a thanks as well but it needs to be more of them you know stand up especially the leaders and those that's that's working in the police department we those are the ones that we really need to actually stand up for us because you know this is this is crazy and this is ridiculous and it it needs to come to an end um i'm gonna all i did put up the petition information on my facebook page and by the time i signed it they were already over full with um signatures not to say you can't still sign it but I think they have some other things they're trying to do now because, like you said, the main guy got third degree manslaughter or something like that, and people were upset about him. At first, they were just upset the fact that, you know, they just fired him and did nothing else. So I think the protests probably helped, and the signatures and everything's helped a lot to get them to actually be charged with something so we'll see what's gonna happen next but i commend my brothers and sisters out there for doing something because something needs to be done uh but i'm not for the looting because i just feel like it makes us look bad and it it needs to look at us and say oh i knew these do th these people was like that anyway all right that's <laughs> that was some major tea right now <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's just, I mean, that's just what we're going through in the world. And that was definitely major tea. So, you know what? Let's move on to something a little bit like. Okay, so just talking about American Idol, this whole season, I mean, 
This was the third season of the um, new relaunch American Idol with Katy Perry, Lionel Richie. And um, it was a great season. Everybody was talented. Everybody had amazing voices. But it was this girl um, named Just Sam who really just stood out the whole season. Just raw talent, uh, amazing voice, an amazing story. She was a subway singer. She was singing to support her and her grandma, but her grandma was the only person there to support her. She just had a hard life growing up and she just really won the hearts of America throughout the season just with pure vocal raw talent and she ultimately won American Idol and I don't see a lot of people talking about it but I really think this girl deserves a shot to be a superstar because you can tell her passion is there and she really loves the music and she really loves to perform and also her voice is just amazing I mean she really got something good with her great with her voice so shout out to the winner of American Idol just Sam Yay, congratulations, Jess, Sam, Great Bill, Rock, and I. We showing you a whole lot of love. And we know from home, at a certain point, they just had to shoot everything from home because of this pandemic. So I just wish her all the best. Because, you know, a lot of American Idols, they, I'll say, some of them fade away. American Idol, like a lot of them say, that's just the beginning to get to where you have to go or you want to go. So... She just getting started from where she came from. She's she's come a very, very long way. And, you know, the thing I liked about her story is she just had a lot of love and a lot of heart. Like, she did, she loved singing on the subway. She didn't care if she with her grandma and that's, that's her only support, you know. That was enough support for her. And she still had, like, an upbeat attitude, a lot of love in her. Absolutely. I feel the same way. She just was a wonderful performer. And she really deserved it. Okay, well, let's just move on. So, I mean, Drag Race has been going on for about a good three months. And, I mean, the competition has been tighter than ever. These 12 girls who was on this season was just amazing. They all was talented. They all stood out. I mean, they, it was just a great group of queens this time. So, um, just like most of these other shows, the Drag Race was definitely um, affected by the pandemic. Usually, Drag Race have a big live finale, and this season was pre-recorded before the pandemic, so they was able to do the regular, um, you know, production of the show, but by the um, live finale, they um, had to do video performances to pick the winner, and what they do, do is, all the um, three um, finalists, they lip-sync, and then RuPaul ultimately picks a, um, you know, a winner. And, you know, this season, Gigi Good had the most wins. Jada Essence Hall was in second place. And Crystal Method just was in third place with one win. But it was really anybody's game. But ultimately, the winner was Jada Essence Hall. And actually, Miss Congeniality went to Heidi in the Closet. And, I mean, if you don't know the history of RuPaul's Drag Race, this is the first time it's actually been a first time a black girl has won as as long um as long as as with miss congeniality being a black girl mm. i mean black girls have won in the past but miss congeniality and a black girl winning the same season that's a first so congratulations okay. to jada s paul on her win and heidi in the closet for winning miss congeniality yeah because i would say this is the first time a black person won like how is that gonna happen but you said first time this is the first time we had two like black queens one winning miss congeniality and one winning the whole race okay so if you win miss congeniality what do you get so when you win miss congeniality basically when heidi won miss congeniality rupaul gave her 
$10,000. Oh, okay. That works. <laughs> and the winner gets $100,000. Wow. Actually, he actually gave all the girls a $2,000 check this season. He gave all 12 girls $2,000 at the end, too, as well. I mean, we're talking about a lot of money this season. Oh, that I mean, when the girls When the girls won challenges, he gave them $5,000 cash tips. So he was handing out the money this season. That is so cool. I was going to say, oh, that's sweet. I mean, yeah, it's cool that they had everything pre-taped. So, like, most of it was done in the studio. And that's, like, the same thing with the Mad Singer. Like, and, speak, and speaking of the Mad Singer, shout out to Candy Burris for winning the Mad Singer. Yay, Candy. I mean, she, she won fair and square. Her vocals was amazing this season. She really selected some great songs. I mean, and she she really showed that she still got that same classic voice from Escape. Because I knew it was her from the beginning. And she really won. She did amazing. And she was the first female to win the Masked Singer as well. So shout out to Candy Burris. And how did you know from the beginning, Dre? How did you know? I knew from the beginning because I know Candy's voice. That, that sweet, <laughs> soft, hard, husky tone. Candy is the only one with that tone in the industry. I mean, Tony, you know, when you hear Tony Braxton, you know it's Tony Braxton. And for me, when I hear Candy Burris, I know that tone. Okay. You, you know, like, I think it was last year. Um, I knew it was Michelle Williams was one of the people. That's the only one I could say I knew for sure, but I don't be knowing mm-hmm. who these people are. Then I'd be like, well, do they be trying to partially disguise their voices or is it just got a mask on? And that's why I can't tell. I don't know because I love all types of music. I'm like, I should know some of these people, but some of these people are not even in the music industry at all. So I understand why some of them I don't know. But yeah, I like that show. Love the candy. Yes, love you, Candy. <laughs> okay, so moving on, let's talk about music since we're like on the singing on the subject of singing. Okay, so Lady Gaga released her new CD, Chromatica, and um, you know, at first I was like, "What is Chromatica?" Like, okay, maybe she just made up a title for her album, but I mean, basically, her album it turned out to be actually fabulous. I mean, it's kind of give you a '90s disco dance vibe. And that's just kind of, and she kept it very fun. And I mean, I like her CD and she has some great features on there. I mean, she has Ariana Grande, Elton John, Blackpink. And I mean, her, it's just classic Gaga. The vocals are great. She has fun with her music. It's not over sexual. It's kind of, her music is always kind of classic. You know, some standout tracks I like was 911. I love Alice. I love Sour Candy. I like Super Love and I like Rain On Me. And if you just want to listen to some fun pop music, Lady Gaga CD is the way to go. If you ask me, I mean, she just did a good job with this CD. And, you know, Lady Gaga is an innovator. And that video for Rain On Me, it was just crazy. It was good. And, I mean, she just really gave a fun CD. And, you know, shout out to Lady Gaga for raising a whole bunch of millions during this time of the pandemic. So, shout out to her. And I hope her CD do well. I think this one is really a step up. Um, Stupid Love. I was a little bit like, ah... But I was checking out some of the other tracks And I like Alice as well I like Rain On Me 
and this it's a track called babylon just they really just put me in the mind of madonna like vogue type something was going on in there or the way she was singing it kind of gave me that that vibe hello everyone this is dre bell rock from exciting life christian center and also from the tea podcast i just we just want to thank you for joining us for tea and guess what you can connect with me on facebook at dre bell rock and if you want to connect with me on instagram hit me up at dre bell rock one on instagram and you know I'm just excited to be from you know exciting life Christian center the church where my mom and my auntie is the pastor pastor Darlene and Sarah if you need help editing your next audio or video project contact us we have great rates just send us an email at cbiztv at yahoo.com. That's cbiztv at yahoo.com. Join the tea next month. That's July, where we will be celebrating our tea anniversary. Join us for a lot of great surprises and another awesome episode of the tea with Dre Bell Rock. So she had a lot of good stuff. I say it was epic. It was definitely electronic pop. It almost seemed a little futuristic to me. It was definitely like a stadium style record as far as I could just, I feel like I'm listening to a live concert or whatever. I'm in the stadium. That's how I feel when I listen to it. So I loved it. I mean, okay, well, moving on, I guess I'll I'll continue with some more music news. I'll just put all the music together instead of coming back to some music later. Okay, so a quick shout-out to Camille Cabello for her MasterCard concert series that she did. I mean, this girl always proves that she deserves to be in the music industry, and she did a 17-minute music medley, singing a lot of her songs and mixing them together from her first and last city. I think this is going to be a two-part series, but that girl proves she got some pipes. She had a mic with a mic shield on it. I mean, the girl literally put her face up against that mic shield and she left it all all on the table. She really proved she could sing. She sung her live songs from her new and old city. She hit all the all the notes from the city, all the high notes, all the low notes. She just she just just really did a good live performance. And she also showed she could play the guitar, which was a new talent of hers. So shout out to her for that great singing. It that's, was just nice. And her cool. album, Romance, has went platinum now. And her senior video has reached a billion views. So, Camille Cabello is doing well, I guess. Awesome. Awesome. So, she did, like, a live streaming uh, little mini concert. Yeah, and it was brought to... It was Camila Cabello and MasterCard sponsored it. And she just simply... It was very acoustic. She played the guitar and just like sung her songs and mixed them together and it was a great mashup and she just she just proved she can actually really sing of course well i believe that she could really sing i believe that she could but yeah i, I hear what you say and you know when it's just you and a microphone and 
so did she so did she have like tracks playing or for her songs or how did that part go like i know you said one was no more she 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 was playing the guitar the whole time yeah she was what wow and then uh, again in the middle she put the guitar down but she kind of had the acoustic versions playing of the song but for the first um half of it she was playing the guitar and then she started um putting her vocals together and harmonizing it was just a nice live performance so all all the camille cabello fans are like We'll love to see this. If I know they didn't miss it, but is there any way that we could go back and see it? Is it on YouTube or anything? Actually, yeah, it's on YouTube under her page. All you have to do is type Camila Cabello. It's the first thing that should pop up. Or type Camila Cabello MasterCard concert, and it should pop up. Cool. I wonder if Sean Mendes taught her how to play the guitar. <laughs> I think he I mean, can play. Quarantining together, obviously. They're quarantining together, so he probably did give her a few pointers because he's a great guitarist. Yeah, they're using their time wisely. Good stuff. Yep, and like I said, I want to just talk quickly about this music news. Is this, I mean, it's a lot of music news. Music okay. is therapy during this pandemic time. So, yeah, music okay. is therapy for my whole life, anyway. <laughs> for real. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, Megan, Megan the Stallion hit number one with, um, you know, the Savage remix with Beyonce. And I mean, it's just a great moment in music. And Megan, that was her first number one. This Savage song has been so popular. Awesome. And it's just nice to see, you know, be always nice to see Beyonce have her number one. But it's really nice to see Megan have her number one. Yeah, it's nice to see two powerful ladies get together. And not to have any issues between them or cat fights and just to collab together. <laughs> so congratulations to Megan. And I want to give the Doja Cat because she had a number one with the Say So remix with Nicki Minaj. But first I got to shout out my girl Britney Spears because her song Mood Ring has went not number one on Billboard but number one on iTunes after being released four years after the release date she released wow. this song called Mood Ring from her CD that came out four years ago and it's just called Mood Ring by Demand it's produced by Mustard on the Beat and it went number one on iTunes and it's just a throwback song that people really wanted Britney to re release and it was really like a hidden track from her last CD so people are just kind of feeling it so shout out to Britney that's cool i think sometimes this pandemic is bringing people to things that like you said the music is our therapy right now and people are just discovering new things or just reliving things from the past this pandemic is doing something <laughs> that's all i can say yes and, and and you know the reason i saved doja cat for last because she got her number one but the not the funny part you know, sometimes people become successful. People try to dig up old secrets from your past and this and that. So she finally went number one with Say So, the remix. And now they are saying that Doja Cat may be a hidden racist. Yeah, I saw that. So, so this video of Doja Cat, she's under fire for alleged involvement in a racist alt-right video chat. In an alt-right video chat is like when a group of white people kind of talk about their um, rights and, you know, kind of display racist behavior. 
and they kind of talk about black people and she was I mean they had her on video chatting with these people and then I mean she just found herself in hot water over this song that she came out in, in from 2015 entitled didn't do nothing and they say this song is really mocking is a racist term in the alt-right community where they mock people of color claiming to be innocent after facing police brutality mm. and she actually made this song so I mean just the, just the timing of all this with the racism around you know the racism around George Floyd and right. racism just being just oh at the forefront in the yes. world right now. It just don't seem good for Doja Cat. I mean, she issued an apology, but I mean, people on her page are talking about you're cancel, you're cancel, you're cancel. But they always try to dig up dirt when somebody finally gets their number one. And Doja Cat really worked hard to finally get her number one. If deep down inside, I feel like she was in this chat group, but I never really got a racist vibe from Doja Cat. Yeah, so is Nicki Minaj on that track with her say so? Nicki Minaj is on the Say So remix, and that's the that's the ultimately which one went to number one. Okay, yeah, cause I watched a video about this whole incident, and I didn't know that um, Doja Cat was biracial, so. It does kind of put a question mark in your head because she does have actually a white side and a black side. So, but I still feel like just because she was in that group doesn't mean she was like bashing black people. She, I mean, she could have been actually telling them, you know, trying to bring some light to black awareness, you know, in a kind of hidden way. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of the best the best uh because just because yeah she was in that room doesn't mean she was being racist she could have been kind of putting him in check a little bit in a way i don't know i mean it's it sucks i mean most her i mean honestly most of her fans are the hip-hop and black community right so it wouldn't be good for her to be a racist oh no (laughs) she would totally uh yeah and i don't know if these white supremacy people would buy any of her music and support her at all (laughs) yeah no (laughs) so hopefully you know she's not like that that's all i mean things will cut things everything this happens in the dark will come into light just like this issue so we'll see i mean i've heard people may use the n-word use racist comments and they were white against black people and they're still out here doing their stuff. They made an apology or whatever, and they're still doing stuff. So, I mean, there's still redemption, but yeah, not cool at the end of the day. So we'll just see what happens. I don't think Doja's gonna get canceled. I think she'll come out with some more music and people are just kind of like move past that. But yeah. sometimes racism can get you canceled. So it can. you never know. Because it seems like it's got people canceled temporarily, but if you do something big enough, you will be like totally X'd out. Absolutely. Roseanne Barr. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when she, um, you know, had the Roseanne show and tweeted about that lady being a a monkey right. i mean she got canceled yeah she did she kind of lost everything but yeah man. she lost everything that was just supposed to be her second win to get that roseanne show going back and the connors is still going strong and it's a good show yeah i like it too without her yeah <laughs> yeah it's good without her it's not bad okay so moving on i have to talk about this 
Okay, so Lori Loughlin in the college scandal. Lori Loughlin, you know, she was a little resistant to saying that she was guilty. So she and her husband, they agreed to plead guilty. And, you know, Lori is getting two months and her husband is getting five months. And I believe that's going to be like house arrest or something. So, oh my God, that's so hard. <laughs> but Felicity Huffman, Huffman, she did like 14 to 17 days in the jail. Right. So, I mean, do you, I mean, do you feel like this is fair for what they did to just get these tap on the wrist kind of? Or do, is it okay that they just get in this short time because of what's going on in the world? I don't think it's fair, to be honest with you. I mean, we already been stuck in the house anyway. It's just like an extension of the pandemic for them. Like, that's all it really, that's all it's really going to be yeah. for them. Like, at least actually going to jail, because at least Felicity had to actually go into jail for some days. That part I feel is unfair. As far as the time, you know, I don't feel like they should have get like a whole bunch of time, but to just at least be in the jail for a little bit so they can feel actual punishment would actually be better. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're being way easy on them. Yes. Way easy. Mm-hmm. That's my final thought. Yeah, they are going easy on them. Yeah, absolutely. I think they're going <laughs> too easy on them. Especially for what they did. Like Everybody worked hard through high school to go to college and get a scholarship. Some people pay out of pocket. Some people get financial aid, but you wanted to pay to get them into a prestigious school. I mean, it's just horrible. Let your you should let your kids smart speak for themselves yep. and get them to college by themselves. Yeah. So it's, it's truly a scandal, and you know they should have did time, hard time, a little hard. <laughs> Yeah, just a little hard. <laughs> because I feel like even though Felicity actually was in the jail, it, it didn't look like it was that that strenuous on her. <laughs> I mean, when they show, because I think I was watching Wendy or one of those shows, and they show her like outside of the jail wearing some big baggy pants or whatever. No, it just she didn't look like she was that stressed out <laughs> from being in jail. Yes. So whatever jail they put her in was probably not maximum security. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have a, a couple of more stories. Okay, I, I mean, this story, I mean, this seems like something that's been going on for years. I want to talk about Megan Fox and Brian Austin Green. Megan Fox is an actress. She's been in the Transformer movies and Ninja Turtles. You know, Brian Austin Green is, you know, the hot throb from Beverly Hills 90210 from the 90s. And he was always a little older than her, but ultimately, you know, they got married and him and Megan they have three kids together and they have been married for about 10 years and actually it was a time where Brian Austin Green he just became ill and he was um, having like stroke like symptoms Mm. and Megan ultimately kind of left him during that time but she kind of got back with him and they've been kind of making it work and been on and off but ultimately they, they never got divorced and stayed married for 10 years and they have three kids. Now, um, Megan Fox was seen without her wedding ring, hanging out with Machine Gun Kelly, and they shot this hot and steamy music video that's Machine Gun Kelly's song called Valentine's, and they're all over each other in the video, Mm. and they're claiming that, you know, Megan and Kelly got something going on, but Megan had a video, and she said she she want to be with her family still, and what, what not what not but mm. 
I don't know. Is Megan and Brian Green, Austin Green, coming to an end? Or is, was this just a publicity stunt to promote Machine Guns Kelly Valentine video? Hmm. That's like a, a loaded question here. I mean, actually, the video kind of left you wondering for more questions because in the video, she just kind of held up um, something that had green on it. It was like a, um, I don't know, like not a Christmas ornament, but like a plaque that said green. And she was just saying that, you know, I'm just with my family right now and I have this and it said green. But I wasn't really buying it that she was being there for her family. It seemed like she is ready to leave the relationship, but to just have three kids with this guy in a 10 year relationship, I think she's just kind of hanging on to that. But I don't think they have a spark in their relationship like they used to. That's sad, because I never want to hear anybody break up, but, you know, he was some years older than her, or, or is, I mean, and I remember the 90210 days, you know, y'all, since the last time that we did the tea, but I enjoy VM40 right now, <laughs> <laughs> and I remember Brian Austin Green, he actually had, like, a rap track back in the day with the group called Color Me Bad. So I remember we we both was kind of old school. I think he is older than me. I think he's older than 40, but whatever the case, I just wanted to go back. I think that was kind of bold how she kind of like when he was during the stroke time, looked like he was having a stroke, how she kind of left the relationship. Like to me, I feel like that showed that she was not really yeah. fully mature enough to even be in the relationship. But I would think I was watching the talk and, and they said that Brian, it's not her fault how she feels or whatever. And it wasn't her choice and how she feels. She just feel that way. And he's not upset or something like that. So to me, they was making it just look like it was totally finalized. So we'll see. We'll see the final word. Yeah. But as we, at, yeah. And you know, machine, Machine Gun Kelly is an up-and-coming rapper, so maybe she liked that attention, you know, kind of moving on to a, the next hot thing. Mm -hmm. Machine Gun Kelly is really coming up in the music industry. People starting to respect him a lot more. I mean, he his career kind of escalated after he had the beef with Eminem. But we will see what really goes down. Yeah, at the end of the day, because she pulled this before. I actually remember when it was about to break up, but I really didn't know the whole backstory. But I remember when they were going to break up, and then they ended up not doing it, so... This wouldn't be the first time that she was unsure. So we'll see what happens. I just hope the best for everybody. Okay, so, you know, we're going on about 30 minutes here. But just to end the tea with this last thing. Are you sure you only I got one thing left? That's it? Yeah, this is it. You are absolutely sure. Let's see. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, that was pretty much it. I mean, I could probably dig up some more stuff. Right no, you quick, don't have to. I'm just more. trying to. I'm just trying to make sure you got you got all the tea out because I know you got to get it all out. Yeah, this is yeah. But this last tea, I mean, it's about like two and one. But I really, I really wanted to talk about this, and I have to talk about the Atlanta Housewives reunion. <laughs> Okay, so I mean, it was a three-part Atlanta Housewives reunion, and, and again, because of the pandemic, they were doing everything on like video chat. But I mean, these ladies kind of let the claws out. You know, they were going back and forth really hard. I mean, Kenya said Nini is the ugly person on the cast. 
<laughs> you know, this whole season was just very dramatic. Mimi was said that Kenya can't keep her husband, and it was just really catty and really nasty. And then ultimately, at the last episode, Mimi totally walked off the set and was done because she was about to get exposed for her shady behavior. Mm. But I mean, it was a, it was just a good sh- kind of shady season of Atlanta Housewives, <laughs> and it was it was Kenya's return. And Kenya honestly did not disappoint with the shade this season. She was over the top with all the shade. Um, I, I mean, honestly, Atlanta Housewives is all about the shade. So, I, I mean, I think these girls are have a little sh- shady side to them. It was a very entertaining season, and the reunion really didn't disappoint. And also, what I want to talk about is Atlanta Housewife Cynthia Belly. She um she's been with Mike for about two years. That's her um fiance on Atlanta Housewives. And um you know they said their wedding is still on for ten ten twenty. So they said they're still getting married, and she's willing to actually leave Atlanta to move to LA for him. Wow. So, you know, that she's happy. I mean, she was married to Peter in previous seasons of the show and she had a divorce live on TV. So, are there is there a show called Illy so Housewives? So, we'll see if this relationship worked for her. I believe it's her. Okay. So, do they have there an LA Housewives? Beverly Hills Housewives. Cuz I'm like I'm thinking either spin-off, she thinks no, she's going to she's they have Beverly Hills. Okay, I'm thinking either she's she's gonna go spin off in LA or she's gonna be in the Beverly Hills Housewives. But I'm happy for her and hopefully, you know, her relationship works well. God bless them. They might get married in October, which is great. I know some people and their weddings are still gonna do it no matter what the pandemic. So we'll see. By that point, I I'm sure you could have at least a few people at the actual wedding. Maybe not a full house, but I don't mm-hmm. know. And yeah, so yeah, we'll keep, but we'll see if they get married and walk down the aisle. Oh, and some more tea. America's Got Talent has started. Oh, yes. And, um, new host, um, Sylvia Vergara is on there. And just all based off one episode, she's just, she's a, you could, she's, go, you could tell she's going to be one of the nice judges this season. She just seemed like she was just having a good time. Her personality was so bubbly and friendly. She wasn't being hard on people. And honestly, you could tell she didn't want to buzz nobody. Oh, she's going to be the nice one. Okay. So she's going to be the nice one. And they they actually brought Heidi back to the show as a judge. So it's good to see Heidi back too. I miss Mel B as well, but it's good to see Heidi back. And I'm pretty sure um, Gabrielle Union don't miss that job. No, she does. Although it pays well. Yeah, she's good. <laughs> Whatever she's doing, she's good. <laughs> Terry Crews is definitely still on air as the host, and he does a good job, Terry Crews. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm still Team Terry. I'm still cool with him. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, I also wanted to mention this show. I think he was sharing to catch a beautician with yeah, t- with Tamar. I think that's that, the name that of is, it. That is Tamar. Uh, yes, that is Tamar. Um, new show. And, uh, and they, it's actually it's Tamar Braxton and Johnny Wright, and they come to the rescue of clients whose hair has been botched by a beautician from the past and Braxton and Wright confront the stylists who are responsible for the damage and then the beauticians go through a hair boot camp 
I think is is like a hot topic right now since people aren't able to go out and get yeah, their hair it done. Was Absolutely, it, it, it's really an entertaining show, and I can't wait to see how the rest of the season unfolds. And I mean, I, I love the second episode because um, she played in like Punky Brewster, and she was really yes. the Punky Brewster show or something like that. Yes, but I Cherry love Johnson Punky Brewster. Yes, Cherry from Punky Brewster. Yeah, I love that mm-hmm. girl. I grew up watching that show. Again, I'm 40, y'all, just to remind you. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I like that show. And <laughs> it's it, it was a pretty good show. They they put the beautician on front, definitely. But I'm glad that they showing them a better way. And then the first one I saw, it was also the lady's fault. She wasn't revealing that she wasn't doing stuff right, too. So it was kind of like both sides had a part in it. So... And then for people that do hair, I mean, I think that they'll really love this because they might learn some tips from Mr. Wright because, you know, he he was in the White House doing Michelle Obama's hair and he's worked with other celebrities. So he knows what he's doing. Yeah, it's, a, it's definitely a great, a great show. I like you, too. All right, Dre. Thank you so much. Yeah, and just one last shout out. Yeah. Um, speaking um, speaking of Sherry Johnson, they've been replaying Family Matters on TV One, and if you just want to re- relive a great show, Family Matters is just a great show to watch during the quarantine. They've been playing a lot of it on TV One from all nine seasons, and just the great cast: Jaleel White and Kelly Williams, and um, you know, um, Michelle Thomas, the young lady who passed away, and Reginald Bell Johnson and Joe Marie Payton. It just was a great cast, and Darius McRae and Thelma Hopkins, and the list goes on. But it was just a great show and a great cast, and just. It just showed up a, a black family in a good light, and I love Family Matters. So just for a, um, you know, I would just say a vintage shout out to Family Matters. I loved Family Matters. We used to watch it every. It was either Thursday or Friday night in our house. Was, that was our yeah, show, TGIF man. Friday. Yeah, that was our yeah. one of our shows. And Urkel, he was the star, man. Urkel. Then I like when he turned to Stefan Urkel. He would go back and forth. So that was fun. Yeah. Big shout out to that show. Mm-hmm. Something for us to do as we close this pandemic out, hopefully. And we are praying for everybody. We continue to pray for everybody. We want to share a little love and a little light with you. And that's kind of what the tea is all about as we talk about what's going on. Um, and let's look at the Absolutely. bright side. Let's look at the light side. Let's look up. Okay. I just want to say God bless everybody. Keep your head up. And, you know, I guess I'll end this with my inspirational word. Feed your faith and not your fear. And, you know, this is the tea. And, you know, I hope you enjoyed the tea today. And we'll be back with more tea.